Come on. This episode is brought to you by Money Alignment Academy. If you are looking for a financial wellness platform for your company, your organization, and your employees, check out moneyalignmentacademy.com or click on the link in the notes of the show. Welcome to Lifeblood. This is George G. and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, strong and powerful Robert Augustine. Robert, are you ready to do this? Oh, yes, I'm ready. Let's go, George. Let's let's go. Robert is an author. He is a speaker, an entrepreneur. His newest book is The Ultimate Guide to Financial Freedom, teaching people to break the chains of debt and turn those payments into wealth. I'm excited to have you on. Robert, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Well, I um, spent 21 years in the Army, loved every minute of it, was able to help in lots of different ways. Um, I am a a family of service. I have five years of time as a mortgage broker, a realtor, and, you know, I uh, grew up underneath my stepfather, who was a USPT IRA financial trainer around the country. And when I retired from the military, after seeing people struggle through finances, and I spent some time in the insurance agency, I saw that people were trying to get out of debt, but the companies were charging them way too much money to do that. It just drove me crazy. They charged the agents 5000 bucks to get the training, like bank on yourself or something similar to that, and then charge their clients. About the third company I went to, I said, that's it. I just became your new competition. And so it's my goal to help people break the chains of debt, let the banks stop stealing their retirement and to learn how to make money work for them. So that's really where I'm coming from today. It just I just it makes me crazy to see sixteen trillion dollars in debt and people's retirement is gone. They're working their entire life. And so I want to try and make a difference. Well, amen to all of that. And thank you for your service. Twenty one years in the army. I think that that's I think that that's awesome. Yes. yes, sir. It finished as a first sergeant, so it was um it was a good run. Nice. <laughs> So $16 trillion in debt. What kind of debt is that? Are we talking all kinds of debt? Well, that's like um, credit card debt, um, you know, consumer debt, hmm. um, you know, mortgage debt. Um, you know, I, I think the problem is, is is they tell us that we can have everything now. We just have to make payments. And then we end up making payments for our whole life. You know that, and I'm sure some of your listeners do. The credit card debt is the worst one. Because they'll just pay that for 35 years, and, and they'll still be nowhere. Um, so it's just unbelievable that we've um, gone down this trail. Yeah, well, I certainly appreciate that, and I, I agree. I think that that is, is crushing us and, and keeping us from, from doing what we really want to do. Um, so we, we, we could certainly talk strategies and tactics and 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 i want to is there a fundamental mindset shift of some kind or the way people think about money that 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 needs to happen well i think so you know if we look back when it all started back in the 1800s people farmers and ranchers would be given credit to live off of until their crop came in so it was a little cycle but it wasn't a bad cycle they moved forward, and they started around World War II, providing 
you know, some some credit at stores to purchase, and it was more to keep customers on. But now it's literally designed to get us to to stop thinking about our our needs and go use our money or their payments for once. And so it's such a shift in understanding, you know, how to make money work for you rather than the other way around. And so the banks get all the retirement funds, and we have nothing but a bunch of possessions that will wear out. And so it is a mindset of, do we really need to have that? And is a payment the right way to go about it? Only time I can see a payment really working good is when your investment money makes more money in interest than your debt that you have. But then you always have the ability to pay off that debt at any time because you have that much in your in your investments. So that's that mindset that, that we have now. You go to a car dealership and what do they say to you when you come they come back? Well your payments are this. Mm. Yeah, right. But how much are you sell me the car for? <laughs> and so we <laughs> it's just um, uh, I was a car salesman in college, so um, forgive me for that. But uh, not at all. It's just ridiculous that we fall for this. It's kind of like back in the 1900s; they taught people how in schools to be good manufacturers because that's what they needed. And so it's the same thing now. We're taught. We're not even really taught. We're just we learn the hard way about this payment system, and um, it's great for the companies, and it's not good for us. And and so you and I are struggling with trying to find a way to get people out of debt so they can invest all their money in themselves and their retirement. And they have so much more abundant life if they just get out of that cycle. Yeah. I think that that makes sense. And I, I really feel like that the, the car payment um, explanation is, is very instructive because if, if I had never known better, if somebody had ever, if, if, if I hadn't sat down with somebody who used to be in the car business and they said, well, they're going to try just to get you to agree to a payment, but that's, that, that's really irrelevant. You need to know what the actual cost of the car is, what the interest rate on the financing is, and what the term is, and then you can figure out what the payment is going to be. But I guess that that's just not an obvious thing. So it's like you're talking about if we're just brought up in a certain system and that's just the way we do things, mm-hmm. well, then that's the way it's always going to be. Right, and, and I'll tell you the biggest thief of all is mortgages. So let's just say as an example, we say you get a 4% interest rate. Well, that's high for now. But if you look at the amortization table, during the first year, let's say your payment, just your principal and interest payment, is $1,199. Well, your first month's payment um, is going to be $1,100 just of interest. I'm sorry, uh, $1,000 of interest. Right. And then every month it goes down $1, $1. So in the first year, you really pay almost 87% interest rate because all interest is loaded up front. So if you pay for a mortgage on term for 30 years, you pay more than double for the house. You can't convince me that's really 4% interest. Um, now, the worst part of that is most people don't stay in their house more than five years, seven years max. So all they've done was load the bank full of money, and they don't have anything unless their house goes up in value. Another, you know, way that they they take us to the cleaners on making money on us. And people probably look at that and say, "Oh, you know what? That, that that's okay though, because I'm just kicking the can down the road." When in in reality, you're just the opportunity cost and the money you could be investing for yourself and having that compound mm-hmm. and grow over that five year period for thirty or forty years 
really, right. really hamstringing ourselves. It does. So I just tell people, as an example, on that $200,000 mortgage, if they made a $4,000 payment towards the principal, it would save them 17 payments. Do the math there. You do that a couple of times, you pay it off early. So I advise people to to look at a system of paying off in somewhere around eight years and then take the same money that they were paying for their debts, which could be as much as $2,000 or more a month, and apply that into a good fund for retirement. And then that compounds rather than compounding the bank's um, retirement. I'm not talking about the banks being evil, all the employees, but we're being used to make them money. And if we go to them, it's really because we want to. I just think there's a better way to do it. You know? Yeah, I appreciate that. So when you say that you can look at a system of paying off a home in around eight years, um, where where could people learn more about that if they were interested? Well, so I um, I like using the snowball, but if they were to go, I have a website where I show them for free, um, and it's called Live the Debt Free Life dot com. All they got to do is log in there. They're going to put in their debts, the interest rates that they have, how long. I don't want to know the account numbers. Just do it. And if they submit the form, it's going to show them how they can pay off their debt without paying a penny more. Um, I use a, either an income float, which is a little bit complicated for most people. I can spend an hour and they still don't understand it. Hmm. Or use one of the suggestions. I have about 10 pages of, of easy jobs they can do over the internet and make money and then pay off that debt faster. But they would pay off all their debts and their mortgage, and then they could buy another home for an investment. They could do whatever they want. They could live life in a better way. And so it's really, I show them the secret in the book of how to do that or on the website. So it's um, something that I spent a lot of years at and about $50,000 working up the system. Nice. Um, and so now I want to provide that because I just I just don't see America lasting longer like this. We need to be ready for anything, and if you don't owe money, sure life is a lot easier. Yeah, it's it's super it's it's a super interesting shift that we've we've been talking about. I remember I had a conversation with a, a, a gentleman who works just helping people put budgets together, and he says that or he said mm-hmm. that we used to be able to run out of money. And now we are no longer able to run out of money, um, and that's because right. of credit and the lifestyle that 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 we've been um, conditioned to of being able to have whatever we want mm-hmm. now and just you know just trade it for 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 payments. And it's sort of like boiling a frog, right? We don't notice it, but until it's too late. Right, and so we want what our parents have within five years, mm. and it took them thirty years to get there. And uh, I watch my own children, and some of them get it, but some of them don't. I have one son that's doing everything he can to build up assets. So everything he does is work towards having something that makes him money even if he doesn't work. So he can stop working when he's in his 30s or 40s and enjoy his life. And, and it's just a different way of looking at things. I, I Look at the rich. If they want to buy something extravagant, then they, they put together a source of income so that it pays for it. But us, we are working for, for sort of, say, the man, so we work so they can retire. So we're working for money rather than money working for us. And that's that's really what I'm trying to teach in the book, you know, is that mentality. Yeah. 
Yeah, I appreciate that. In terms of putting together a financial plan, I think sometimes people think that that's a very, very complex thing. It sounds almost scary. How do you think about that? No, I really don't think it's that complex, really. Um, First goal certainly is debt-free, but um, there's a lot of ways to, if you use the market properly and you don't um, have to worry about losing all your principal, it's going to build up on itself. Um, I think that's one way, but I'm also a believer in um, cash is not always good. Let's just say, as an example, stocks or cash or currency. I'll just say currency is a better way to say it. Currency, if we have problems with the economy and our dollar goes down in value, then so does our retirement. But when we have an asset that makes money, a business or something else that brings in cash, then we can live with those ebbs and flows. So don't put everything into currency and just having a great stock fund or whatever, uh, because that may all go away um, beforehand. So... Um, just looking at it in a different mentality. Yeah, I think that that's such a just making that that that, that subtle shift. It's like you're talking about you have you've got a couple of kids and one seems to be really getting it and the other one doesn't, and it's just a matter of just changing the perspective. Even though they both probably intellectually own, have the same information, it's just one is choosing to look at it a certain way. So, if you, as 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 we can do that. Uh, I think that, that that that's it's it's so key. So for people who who are listening to say, well, yeah, this is something that that I do want. How how is it going from zero to sixty, or is it just taking small steps? How do they how do they sort of get started on the journey to to financial freedom? Well, it really is small steps, and so I always um, say when you're when you're paying off debts, you pay off the smallest one first. When you see that one fall off, and you get excited. Now you're not making that $200 payment or whichever one it is. And then you can take the payments you were paying on that and pay off the other one, and it starts to snowball and build up and get bigger and bigger and faster and faster. So it really literally is a little thing. If you want to speed it up, spend five hours a week you know, acquiring funds by working or, or setting up some kind of business online that's simple, like $5 a day. And, um, and before you know it, it's going to be gone. And you're going to be excited and probably work harder because you're going to see how well it works out. And so it builds on itself, the excitement. Yeah, and the, the confidence is just a very, very real thing, right? You, you, yes. you, you will get excited, you will grow confident, and, and you should be because you are changing the way that you are interacting with money and in so doing, changing the outlook, the, you're, you're changing your entire future. Yes, yeah, sir. Sure. And that's why some of my friends use cash and envelopes. I, I can't do that. It doesn't work good for me. But but that certainly is, is an interesting way to look at it. And it works for them. It's a simple fashion. When you run out of money in envelopes, you stop spending money. And, and so that's that's for some people, and it's not for others. Um, sometimes that debit card is a, is a tough thing because I just I, I don't even think about it. I just slide it in the machine, and I bought it. But I have no idea what I've spent. So it is about adjusting. And we have a budget um, in the um, budget sheet in there, and we talk about the um, the um, the factor of squandering money. We don't know how much we squander until we look at it and take you know write it down in a book or look in your account. That's another piece that's really surprising. If you look at how much you spend eating out, you'd probably have a stroke. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so those are all things that can help you, but. 
in the grand scheme of it, you can still live the way that you are now. Just look at the payment system that I'm talking about and that others are talking about that'll get you out of there. But, but really, you know, it, you do have to shift a little bit, but not so much. But what you'll see is as you build confidence, you'll start cutting out because you know that at an earlier date, you'll be debt free. And then you won't have to worry about how much you're spending because you'll have enough because you're not making payments to somebody else. Love it. Well, Robert, the people are ready for your difference-making tip. What do you have for them? So I would say uh, build up a residual income. I know that sounds really scary. <laughs> um, build up something that you love doing. If you play the guitar, sell lessons on the Internet, doing the guitar, whatever it might be, so that you can have an income stream without working. Pay the debt off. Enjoy your life. Um, and there's some suggestions in the book. But um, stop stealing from yourself and pay yourself. Um, that's the best way to do it. Make money work for you, not you work for money. And, and I think it's everybody's scared to be self-employed. Well, you're not self-employed. You're just adding a side gig, per se. And so that's my tip. Let's add more money and pay off that debt faster. Well, I think that is great stuff that definitely gets. Come on. Come on. Robert, thank you so much for coming on. Where can people learn more about you? How can people engage with you? Um, well, we can do it on Facebook. It's Robert.Augustine, so it's A-U-G-U-S-T-I-N-E dot one zero two, or they can just go to the website that I gave earlier, LiveTheDebtFreeLife.com. Hey, I really appreciate it, George, and I'm glad your listeners got to participate today. Yeah, enjoyed it. If you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Robert your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. You can find Robert on Facebook as well as LiveTheDebtFreeLife.com. Pick up a copy of The Ultimate Guide to Financial Freedom as well. You can get that on Amazon and I'm sure wherever else you buy books. Thanks again, Robert. Hey, thanks a lot. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight. We are all in this together.